Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men. And it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I stole two cars this morning. <laughs> I did. There was Good a job. There was a guy down the road. He uh was taking his two kids to school and he ran back in the house to get something. And I opened the door and I said, kids, no school today. Get moving. He ran back in the house and uh I went joyriding. Oh, I was going to say, what'd you do with the kids? Oh, no, no, that. no. I told him, I said, look, I'm I'm taking your dad's car, so you have to go back oh. in the house. And the second car? Second car was, uh, there's this guy with a, with a Tesla, and he uh, he leaves it running in his driveway. I had driven a Tesla before, so I gave that a run as well. But the, <laughs> I don't think it works like that with a Tesla. Doesn't? <laughs> no. Well, it worked. <laughs> oh, all right. It's, it's fine. I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have an engine that stays running. So, well, it was running. I, uh, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, John's talking about no bail, which took effect in LA County. Well, no crime yesterday. What's that? No crime was committed. Uh, we did learn that car theft is one of those offenses considered non-serious, non-violent, and uh, you can go without bail. Sight uh, and release. Uh, this is unbelievable. The big development, maybe, is the 12 L.A. County cities filed the lawsuit Friday to try to postpone the zero bail policy. To our knowledge, that hasn't happened yet, but here they are. Whittier, Arcadia, Artesia, Covina, Downey, Glendora, Industry, Lakewood, Laverne, Palmdale, Santa Fe Springs, and Vernon. They want the court. I, but if they're going to go to L.A. County Superior Court, that's where this came from, so... 
I don't know that they're going to have any luck, but they'd like an injunction <laughs> so slapped. They're telling the court that the court which has made the ruling right has committed an illegal act. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, well, we did get an official from one of those cities. We have the mayor of Whittier, Joe Vinatieri, coming back on the John and Ken show to explain uh, why they're in on this uh, court action. Joe, welcome. Good to talk to both you guys. It's been a while. All right. Been a while. Yeah. Uh, yes. as, as I understand it, this is a, a confusing issue, but the L.A. County Superior Court has the uh, responsibility of setting what they call the bail schedule. Uh, how much bail should be charged for various crimes. And they've zeroed out a lot of uh, crimes now. Uh, what is your legal argument as to why they don't have the power to do this? Well, uh, actually, they do have the power to do it. But uh, the problem is the way the power has been exercised. Uh, nobody knew about this. I mean, we knew about a, what about a month ago, a month and a half ago. And uh, then there were further changes made to the bail schedule uh, just a week and a half ago, uh, which tells me the document was still moving around. And the problem we have is that people already feel unsafe. And uh, we all know intrinsically that something's wrong. Uh, we, see, uh, we see it on TV. Uh, we feel it around us uh, in our neighborhoods. You, you name it. So everyone knows something's wrong, and now we have this on top. And the big part about this is that you do a site and release, what they call CR, site release in the field. Uh, well, let me give you an example. Let's, it's, it's, a, it's, it's basically a ticket. So let's say you're in uh, Long Beach and you are driving too fast. You're going to get a ticket, okay, site and release basically. Then you drive up to Pasadena and you decide you're still driving fast and you get a um, basically get a ticket from Pasadena PD. And then you drive down to Whittier and you're driving too fast and you get another ticket. So, um, you know, other than the fact that you're stupid, but the fact is um, the Long Beach Department, the Pasadena Department, the Whittier Department, they don't know that you got a ticket. Well, that's what's going to happen here. Because many, many of these misdemeanor, quote-unquote, low-level crimes are now going to be called CR or site release. So if you uh, decide to um, engage in retail theft, uh, I'm looking here, it's uh, uh, 490.4 of uh, uh, the penal code, a retail theft committed on two or more separate occasions within a 12-month period, an aggregated value exceeds $950, CR. I'm reading from the misdemeanor bail schedule that went into effect yesterday. That's that's basically a site release. So you go site and release stuff. if they steal more than nine fifty or less than nine fifty. It says uh, it's, it's uh, exceeds nine fifty. Well, wait, wait, um, wait, hold on, hold on. Doing site and release now if you steal more than nine fifty. Uh, retail theft committed on two or more separate occasions within twelve month period and aggregated value exceeds nine fifty. CR and it's section 490.4A1 through 3. I mean, I got a whole bunch of these. Well, let me ask you, Joe, let me ask you this. You're asking the LA Superior Court to admit that they've screwed up here. I would assume that they've thought this through before they issued this bail schedule with all its nuances, right? They do know the law. I mean, what. They're, they're making judgment calls, and that's what's, that's what's particularly bothersome. I mean, 
it's one thing to, to be a court and uh, be adjudicating a case with the facts in front of you and the law and you apply the law and you come to a conclusion. That's what judges do. And in L.A. County, we got some really, really good judges who do that well. But what this was, this is a bail schedule that they uh, they basically put together. And I, I don't know how much input they, they have, but they didn't have any input from those of us who are out in the field, uh, those of us who have police officers, and, and I was just say, going back to my my um, example, if if you do theft in in Long Beach and then you go up to Pasadena, well, you get a CR, a site and release in Long Beach. Then you go up to Pasadena, you get a site and release. Then you go to Whittier, you get a site release. Part of the problem is that's we're talking theft, and it's it's uh, it's like a traffic. Uh, I don't ticket. I don't know and, how much how much input do they need to know. That if you're no longer putting them in jail temporarily and making them cough up bail, that you're going to get repeat criminals all day and night, every day. I mean, obviously well, that's going to happen. You don't have to get a law degree to figure that out. Yeah, and and here's here's what's particularly um, troublesome about this. Um, when remember we had zero bail during COVID. Remember? Yeah. yeah. And that was under, uh, that was understandable because we didn't want to be putting people together and everyone getting sick and all that. So that made all kinds of sense. But the problem is that when they did uh, they did the uh, zero bail for COVID, they had a specific provision for repeat offenders. And it said basically, while released on zero bail uh, for subsequent separate offenses during the state of emergency, uh, shall be pursuant to the applicable non-emergency. In other words, the regular bail schedule. So even during zero bail for COVID, they said if you uh, commit a crime and you're on zero bail, then you're going to revert back to the regular bail schedule of how however much money relates to that particular crime. All right. Well, let's For let's assume reason, let's assume not in here. Let's assume this superior uh, court uh, uh, backs their original decision. Can you take it to an appeals court? So, so what we've done is we filed the lawsuit, and, and we're thankful to have twelve cities with us, and we're going to have, uh, from what I understand, a number more will be joining, uh, jumping on board today and tomorrow. We have a hearing on Wednesday morning. Part of uh, the the injunction we've uh, really requested goes to, well, where should this case be heard? Because if this bail schedule is done by the L.A. Superior Court uh, uh, judges or a, a group of them, and this is going to be heard in L.A. Superior Court. So there's a provision in the Code of Civil Procedure that allows a situation where you have one government entity, in essence, suing another one. You can move to a neutral court. And we've requested a transfer of this case from L.A. County Superior Court to Orange County Superior Court. We also have a concern, obviously, about the perception of bias and uh, the appearance of impropriety because of a bias. And so that's also another part do, uh, of, the, do you know of the, if, the lawsuit. Do you know if any of the adjoining counties have this no bail situation? Orange, uh, San Bernardino, uh, Ventura, any of them? Uh, I, I do I do not believe that Orange County has it. I can't speak for the other counties. I know that there's some counties up up north uh, who are moving this direction. But what's really interesting about this, and you guys remember this, in 2018, the state legislature pushed zero bail to be effective. The people rose up and they did a referendum. So on the 2020 uh, uh, election that we had, 
uh, it was Proposition 25, and it was the over- referendum to overturn uh, the 2018 legislation. That referendum won 56 to, uh, percent to 44 okay, percent. But, but, words, but the, the judges California said we're not going to do it. But all right. But the uh, the Superior Court in L.A. County is not bound by that referendum. Uh, that referendum overrode the legislation that was passed in Sacramento. Right. It still gave Correct. every uh, county superior court system the right to set its own bail schedule, even if it is zero bail. Y- yes, absolutely. But my point in saying this is. The majority of people in California are against zero yeah. bail. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's, no question. That's, that's we know point. that, Joe. Yeah. We're, so we're, so we, we, we have a set of judges really have gone rogue here. And they're yeah. elected judges. Of course, no one ever pays attention to judge elections because nobody, nobody. Well, we're going to this time. Yeah. Well, I mean, seriously. The uh, L.A. County yeah. uh, presiding judge, Samantha Jester, is one that's speaking here about uh uh, zero bail, and then we had another judge before that. I think his name was Riff, who made a decision that's led that led to this. So we'll be looking at them when they're up for re-election. All right. Well, Mayor Joe, maybe we'll have you back on if you have this Wednesday hearing. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think the biggest deal about this is the fact that it's catch and release, and there's no way of being able to pe- uh, keep people from doing the repeat uh, offenses when they're out on zero bail, like we had during COVID. And that's a major, major problem here in Los Angeles County, because we do have repeat offenders, believe it or not. Okay, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Okay, good to talk to you. All right, that's Whittier Mayor Joe Vinatieri. And, of course, Whittier is one of the 12 cities now that has gone to court to try to get us back to a bail system in L.A. County because we went zero bail yesterday. And he's bringing up the example I brought up. What happens if you get sight and release and you go back out and steal another car? And he's saying if you do it in another jurisdiction, they may not know that you already got sighted and released in you know Long Beach. If you come to Arcadia and do it, that's what he's saying. So, John, you could go on a spree and like hmm. hop all over different places because it so, may be tough to track your sight and releases. Right. So my next car, I should not steal in L.A. Yes. Right. Pick maybe, another. Uh, maybe yeah. my, my third, somewhere else in L.A. County. My third car tonight will be in Santa Monica. Then I'll steal. Where does Deborah Mark live? I'm not telling. <laughs> I like my car. Go oh, there and take her you car. You know what? I what? like your car, too. No. The fancy convertible. Yeah, no. that's pretty cool. I'll take it out of the garage no. today. I'm going to leave early. I'm going to grab your person there and run into the garage. You better not. And you can chase me. I will, and then I'll steal your car. It's probably small enough to fit under the arm that blocks the, the driveway, too. You go right, right under it. You don't need your key card or anything. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> For a toy car. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, we're talking about, it's got a name, the Zero Bail Policy. Did you know this, John? And an acronym, PARP. P-A-R-P, which stands for Pre-Arraignment Release Protocols. Yeah. Wow. You see, that's what they do to cover PARP. up uh, how, how, how awful it is. Right? If they talk about PARP, nobody's going to pay attention. They talk about zero bail for most uh, everyday crimes. Then I think well, most people, no, nobody wants this outside of the criminals. Nobody wants this. Let me tell you where this came from, because I think a lot of people have the question. And I finally found the story. Philip Urquidi. His last name is U-R-Q-I-D-D-I. Urquidi. Believe it or not, he was living in his pickup truck. He was arrested on suspicion of vandalism last November. He was kept locked up for five days before he appeared before a judge because he couldn't afford the 20 grand bail or the 10% of that amount required by bail bondsmen. 
So he took a case. He took a case to the L.A. County Superior Court. He got a trial and he got a judge by the name of Lawrence Riff, appointed by Jerry Brown in 2015. Yeah, Jerry Brown is back again to rule in his favor. After that decision was made, it was then brought before the larger bank of L.A. County Superior Court justices. And they and then announced the decision that zero bail would be coming well, back. And this is what they've all wanted to do. You just needed the right case. I mean, most criminals don't complain about their bail, right? Right. If 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 they if they committed a crime, he vandalized. If it's five days in in jail, uh, well, it's five days in jail. They they accept it. But who knows? Maybe some ACLU activist got involved in this and 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 convinced her quitty to because they look for test cases. That's what that's what the game is. Like bring me. A oh yeah, test he probably case. he found an activist group that right. took his case. Sure. Right. And and right exactly. If he didn't have money, if he didn't, have, you know, a guy living in his truck, right? Sure. Yeah. He's living in his truck. He can't even afford the two thousand uh, dollars for the bail bondsman, so he doesn't have that money for an attorney. So what's the see? This is the thing. This is what's not reported on. What's the story behind the attorney? It sounds like an activist group, and they wanted to get this kind of ruling. And the judge had probably told him all along, "You bring me the right case, I'll get you that ruling," because he knows he's got a majority on the L.A. County uh, panel who will uh, who will back him up. Riff this- said he only had two questions during this during hearings on the case. Would issuing an injunction increase crime? And would it increase the likelihood of people failing to appear for court dates? And he says, they brought to me a bunch of academic studies that said the answer to these questions is no. Which is... Yeah, academic studies. Yeah, they got a lot of fake studies. Gascon is selling fake studies all the time. Yeah, he is. I don't, I don't listen to them. I use common sense. If, if, there's, if there is no even an immediate consequence to a crime, it's going to create more crimes. You, right. I, I look at, at, at criminals, especially this variety of criminals, basically the way you do with toddlers. And I raised three toddlers. I know what the game is. If if you let stuff happen, it'll keep happening. <laughs> if you say no and mean it, there's a consequence, it stops. It's not complicated. It's raising children. These are Most of these criminals are people who come from families without fathers and occasionally without functioning mothers. So they never learned you don't steal other people's stuff. So they go out, they they steal, they damage, they do whatever they want because you know they 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 came from uh, broken homes, non-existent family structure. Almost all of them do. You you don't you don't see people stealing if they come from two parent families whose parents worked and kids were forced to go to school and do well. You never see crimes like this. There's also my understanding that uh, Sheriff Luna and uh, LAPD Chief Moore, they didn't come to court and argue to keep bail when this judge kind of was looking for somebody from that side. Okay. That was also, I think, something else that happened. So Luna shows up now to look like a hero? Yes, now he showed he's up last noise? week saying, oh, you shouldn't do this, right? Well, where was he? See, that's the thing. He, It's what uh, Vino Weaver said. He's a puppet. He's yeah, a I puppet, know. and strategically he shows up to get on camera to make people think, oh, the sheriff's fighting for us. He's fighting for the good guys. No, he's not. When he was needed to to uh, to, to engage in battle, he didn't show. Luna's a fraud. He's a well, fraud I've, trying to cover up his, uh, his tracks. We'll have more on this later on in the show. We're going to talk to uh, L.A. County uh, Deputy D.A. Academic John McKinney, studies. who's actually running for L.A. County D.A. By, by, by the way, all those academics are left-wing lunatics, too. And they 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 can they fake the studies. 
I, I was just reading the other day about how the ideology of the progressive movement has infected a lot of research and a lot of scientific study. You can't get published if you don't adhere to the rules of the progressive well, religion. From what I'm reading, these studies came from UCLA and Berkeley Law Schools. Well, yeah, so what do you think? What are you going to get? You think they're, you think Berkeley's going to put out a study which says, wow, uh, crime actually goes down when you uh, force uh, uh, defendants to uh, raise bail. You think they put out that study? No, right, we, they wouldn't. We got, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. It's all discredited. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov slash screenforlife for more information. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, 1 to 4 after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Well, coming up after 2 o'clock, we're expecting to talk to Kim Klinkenbrumer. She is the mother of L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer, who just over two weeks ago was shot to death. He was stopped at a red light in his patrol car just outside the Palmdale Sheriff's Station. You probably know this story. It was big all over the country. Uh, she's agreed to talk to us along with Ryan's fiance, Brittany. 
is also going to be on the show after two. And, of course, they made additional news when they announced, particularly Kim, she was unhappy that George Gascon is not seeking the death penalty against the shooter. In the case of uh, his name is uh, Catanillo Salazar, whose family members say that he's uh, paranoid, schizophrenic. And apparently he just went out that night and decided to kill a police officer and he found uh, Deputy Klinkenbrumer's car nearby and just shot him in cold blood execution. So we'll talk to Kim and Brittany in about 30 minutes on the John and Ken show. Well, guess who showed up on Friday? Because over the weekend, what's left of the Republican Party in the state of California had their convention. So guess who came to speak at their convention, their state convention? Well, they got the all Trumpster. the big names. Well, the Trumpster. The Trumpster got a lot of news because he kind of made his way around town. Look like he stopped for ice cream on the west side. He <laughs> stopped at one of my favorite ice cream shops, Carvel's. Carvel's. That's yes. an East Coast thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's one on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard in Westwood. And uh, I go there because it reminds me of uh, East Coast ice cream. Maybe that's what he thought, too. He's a New Yorker, right? Right. Yeah. So, so he decided to stop in there. And uh, uh, he apparently also uh, spoke at a Friday luncheon. And we have a couple of clips because uh, it's proof that sometimes... Trump can cut through like no other person running for any political office when it comes to what's really going on. Even if he likes to sort of embellish the story a little bit, make it a little wilder. But uh, here's uh, his first comments. And, of course, he knows that in California, the big news is all of the smash and grabs and shoplifting that's going on. Let's hear this one. And we will immediately stop. And some people are going to say, oh, this is terrible. I can't believe. You know, these people are killing people when they go into the stores. You'll have 300 young people who are not looking for a good future walk into a store big department store and just pillage it and if you happen to be there when they're there they'll knock the hell out of you and kill you in some cases and we will immediately stop all of the pillaging and theft very simply if you rob a store you can fully expect to be shot as you are leaving that store <laughs> shot <laughs> Oh, yes, always repeats his word. In case you missed it the first time, here's the best part of what I just said. Shock! Listen to the crowd, though. Oh, yeah, the crowd ate it up. Yeah. As you are leaving that store. Shock! <laughs> he went on anti-Californian rants. He wasn't the only one, but he got the biggest response because he obviously has the delivery. Santa said a few things about California. But you know what? That Actually, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear uh, a political leader say that, you know, that we're going to start shooting these guys. So what's the idea? You're going to have troops outside every store. And if you're coming out stealing, uh, they shoot, right? Uh, you know, make U.S. Make, troops or uh, I, I don't know. We can we can discuss the method. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right. If there was a consequence like that, it would stop. Right. I, uh, you know, what, what do you think they do in Singapore and Saudi Arabia? Well, you know, he added this, which is important. He said, you know, the word that they will shoot you, if that gets out, our nation within one day will be an entirely different place. So, you know, he's half of it. It's well, just it's, it's, it's a deterrent, he's trying to say. Well, if, if you think you're going to be shot, yes, maybe you won't do it. He's right. absolutely right. And right now, there's not even bail the day that you get cited. You're not even arrested anymore. You're cited. You're giving a sheet of you're given a sheet of paper. How absurd is that? 
You notice how they did this, too? They've gone from trying to release people that are in prison, then shorten prison sentences. Now they don't even want anybody in for a day or two with bail. That's what we're down to now. They don't want anybody in jail a day or two. Yeah, and and I knew this was coming. I absolutely knew that everything was step by step by step. And they were going to space it out by months, years. I mean, this has been now a 12-year project. I guarantee you there's some memo in 2011 or maybe in 2008 or 2006. Here's the plan. Here's how we do it. And do it through uh, legislation. Do it through uh, uh, referendums that are that are sold with lies, uh, with ju- judge judges' decisions, judicial panels. Uh, I mean, you name it. Every possible way. They got in power. The crazy people got in power, and now they're exercising their power while they can, because you never know how long a political movement's going to last. And eventually, they're going to run into a wall. There's going to be a bad backlash coming. And you can see Trump is the backlash. Trump is now publicly advocating for shoplifters to be shot. How many people are going to say, yeah, right on? And here we go. Yeah. I mean, inside, don't you feel a surge like, yeah, you're right. Damn right. If you saw the story in the Times about this, the El Segundo Times, they tried to make it look like, oh, those are just those extremist crazy people who just love this stuff. California bashing. Well, I don't care what they write. They're, they're another discredited operation. They're a bunch of like 25-year-old woke progressives who are making uh, very little money. All the real journalists at the LA Times have uh, have run to some uh, somewhere else. They don't have real journalists there. They have a bunch of college kids, just a bunch of woke fools. So All right, This next clip, Trump talks about Newsom. He talks about, well, apparently this got a lot of attention. He starts to imitate Biden getting lost on stage. Uh, let's listen. Gavin has become crooked Joe Biden's top surrogate, I think, because he doesn't think Biden's going to make it. That's why he's doing it. He doesn't think he's going to make it, and it won't be him so easy. He's going to have a big fight. However, because there will be a lot of Democrats uh, competing, it's going to be very interesting. But let's see. Look, some people say Biden's going to make it. Does anybody think he's going to make it to the starting gate? I mean, the guy can't find his way off of a stage. Look, here's a stage. Here's the stage. I've never seen this stupid stage before, right? I've never seen it. But if I walk left, there's a stair. And if I walk right, there's a stair. And this guy gets up. Where am I? Where the hell am I? Where am I? Right. What's, what's, wait, what's important about this is that, right, when Trump does it like this, it's funny, but it's just not covered. A lot of the mainstream media now just ignores that Biden is like this. They just the, the story runs on Fox News in a couple of places. Yeah, but it gets around. honestly in a different day and time where we weren't this split. I think the whole country would be like, oh, my God, what's going on? This old man can't even find his way off the stage. You know, he's back in 2016 form. Uh, uh, I know a guy who went to this uh, Anaheim conference and said Trump did that for an hour and a half. And it was just a complete stand up routine from beginning to end. And he was back in his Las Vegas comedian mode. And apparently today he blasted because he's in New York with a civil trial for fraud, which was brought yeah. by the attorney general of that state. And he went on a rampage against well, her, the judge, everybody. I'm trying to understand that case. And I'll be honest, I don't understand what what this is about. If he inflated the value of his properties 
to the banks or the insurance companies, then they're supposed to catch it. They're not, they didn't file any complaints. There are no victims here. No bank complained. No insurance company complained. I guess if it's against New York state law, though, to put that on applications. Yeah, well, what that's, yeah, but that's what you do when you're trying to destroy somebody politically. Oh, it is. Uh, it is nitpicking. Who else like, got charged with that? Who gets charged with something which the, the system itself takes care of any any inequities, right? If, if Trump exaggerates or, or lies or just uh, is wrong about his estimate, then the bank says, no, you're wrong. We're not going to give you a loan based on that amount. I, I mean, that's all. It, it self-corrects. She comes, this this Letitia, what's her name? Letitia James? Yeah. Comes flying out of the blue to regulate a, a private negotiation where neither side had complained about it. All right, but she's the one that sent Andrew Cuomo packing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he was governor. All right, we got more coming up. Don't forget, after 2 o'clock, we're expecting to speak to Kim Klinkenbrumer. She is the mother of L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer, who was shot to death back on September 16th, just as he was about to head out on patrol outside the Palmdale Sheriff's Station. Also, who will be here is the fiancé of Ryan, a Brittany. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 to 4, and then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast, to listen to what you missed. Well, we just played a clip of Trump appearing in California because the Republicans had their state convention. He was one of the speakers, but he was also making the rounds. And he said, shoplifters will be shot when I take shot. over again. So speaking of being shot, this is another really horrible, unbelievable story. It actually comes from a Bay Area store. Apian Food and Liquor in El Sobrante. One of the clerks there was trying to stop a repeat shoplifter. He'd already been to the store twice taking stuff. Uh, sounds like what he was taking was lighter fluid. Can you guess what happened next? Here is the story from uh, CBS Bay Area. Surveillance video captured the moment a man the store clerk said shoplifted three times that day, poured lighter fluid on him, and set him on fire. The attack left Siraj with second and third degree burns on his face, neck, chest, and shoulder. He's been hospitalized since last Friday. It's, it's terrible, you know. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm still in a trauma right now. You know, the pain is like, it's like seven, eight, you know, out of ten. And when when we clean the wound, it's like, it's it's over ten. Siraj, who declined to share his last name, said he's worked as a clerk at Appian Food and Liquor in El Sobrante for about five years. <laughs> On this day, he said his coworker alerted him to the repeat shoplifter who stole lighter fluid each time. Siraj tried to stop him while his coworker grabbed a bat. He just, you know, splashed those lighter fluid on my face, and I was I was so scared at that moment and. I don't, I don't, I don't know like what to do and just come to stop him. And I don't know. I don't remember. He just lit the fire on me. You know? The Contra Costa County Sheriff's Office said deputies arrested the suspect, 38-year-old Kendall Burton, a homeless person in El Sobrante. He's facing charges including assault with a deadly weapon, battery, arson, and robbery. He's being held without bail. I would like to say like nobody has to go through this kind of situation. The Small stores should have like more uh, like a security or something like that. 
Siraj said he needs several surgeries and faces a long road to recovery. His family started an online fundraiser to help with medical bills. And how is your family holding up seeing you like this? Yeah, they all, all the time they cry, you know, when they come here. Store employees say the suspects came into the store a few times that day and stole lighter fluid each time. There you go from CBS Bay Area. This time the vagrant, for uh, some reason, was obsessed with stealing lighter fluids. So when they tried to stop him, he set the poor guy on fire. The all truck. right. Mental patient, homeless person. The guy is 38 years old. Now, you imagine how crazy this guy is. You think this is a no bail situation? He did get, he, I, he, he I, did, I, they did make him uh, bail, but. I was, no, they, I thought she said no bail. No, he's being, oh, he's being held without bail. Right, okay, sense. okay. So at the moment, there's no. Uh, there's not even a bail. There's not even a bail, right. Okay, yeah, because this see. is almost murder. Yeah, no, yeah, the, yeah, I mean, easily could have been. So, but you have somebody walking the streets. Now, I'm sure she, he's got a record. I'm sure he's got very colorful story the first 38 years. But guys like that shouldn't be allowed to walk the streets. And there's there's literally tens of thousands of them. So the, everybody's made a choice. This poor guy ha happened to be, uh, to happen to lose the lottery. He's the one who got his face lit on fire by a lunatic who in any other time in America, that man would be inside a mental institution, locked up with no chance to get out. And that was a just situation. That would be a fair situation if a guy like that was kept inside a mental institution indefinitely, forever. That's the way life used to be, and that's what we should get back to. Because should have waited for the guy with the bat to clobber him first before he confronted yeah, see, the guy with the lighter fluid. And, and this is why companies don't want their employees going after the bad uh, guys because uh, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get be set on fire. Now. All right, coming up next, we're going to have a conversation with Kim Klinkenbrumer and Brittany. Uh, Kim is the mother of L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer, who was shot to death on September 16th as he was going off on patrol outside the Palmdale Sheriff's Station. And, of course, Kim has already made it clear she's not happy that they're not seeking the death penalty against his killer. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information.
We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 